What's up, everyone? Welcome to the Student Built Startups Podcast. I'm your host, Cameron Stone, entrepreneur and marketing analytics student at UMD. Today is going to be an update episode. This is episode 35, and I really don't have anything planned out today. I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna kind of share with you guys what I've been up to, what I've been doing, how the podcast has been going, and a couple new things that I've been working on. Let's jump into it. First thing I want to cover today, I guess, is a little bit of the updates on the podcast, um, kind of what my future plans are that I have right now, and a slight pivot that I'll be making. So, first thing that I'll want to say is that. Um, lately I have been going and working on a few other things outside of the podcast, uh, trying to just, you know, uh, get some new exposures and do some more stuff. And uh, I just finished up my internship, at Securian financial, um, which was a great experience. And I feel like I learned a lot while I was there. Um, but I've been also doing a lot of like, uh, buying and selling stuff on eBay, re- reselling, uh, like retail arbitrage, that kind of stuff trying to make some money on the side, as well as actually doing some sports card investments since that uh, hobby is hot right now and that market has been going up for some time. And uh, I'm kind of excited to see how that pans out. Um, But uh, because I've had so many different things going on and I've been getting myself wrapped up in a a lot of new stuff, uh, I'm not 100% sure if I'll be able to continue to consistently put out new content for the podcast every single week. Um, I'm definitely going to do my best to do that, and I'm going to try my hardest to get new content out every week. It might be more updates like this and more just kind of me solo podcasting um, rather than interviews. Um, There might be a slight shift from that, but I will still continue to have interviews whenever I can, and as as long as I can get that stuff scheduled into my schedule um, around school and and work and kind of my side hobbies, um, I'll definitely do that. But um, we can start going over some of those uh, like stats of what the podcast has seen recently and uh, give a brief update about that. So this is some exciting news for you guys that I have. Um, so we've recently hit over a thousand downloads for the Student Built Startups podcast. And I'm just super happy and grateful to have reached so many people and had the opportunity to have repeat listeners because... I'm sure that a lot of you guys are listening every single week and coming back to hear what these other people have to say and learn from other young entrepreneurs. And I'm just so happy that you guys are uh, learning from this and enjoying listening to the content. Um, And to be exact, we just hit 1,165 downloads um, since this uh, podcast has been launched in January of 2020. And that is... That's getting close to like 120 downloads a month, which is absolutely mind-blowing to me. Um, I'm really, really, really grateful for for this. Uh. Now, along with the growth in the listenership, we've also gained a few more followers on Instagram and Facebook. On Instagram, we're up to 162 followers. I know it's not a crazy number, uh, but I don't put in a ton of extreme effort into the Instagram. I do make a couple posts every week and have those published uh, on the same times every week, but I feel like 162 followers is uh, pretty consistent with the amount of downloads that we're getting and seems like it's a pretty accurate representation of the listenership. So I'm happy with that and I'm really excited to see kind of where the Instagram growth goes if I'm able to put more time into that this upcoming uh, semester during school since my classes are looking a little easier and 
maybe I'll be able to actually put more time in the podcast. I'm not totally sure. Um, but right now things are a little bit up in the air. So we'll see what happens, but I'm just excited regardless of what's going to be happening on uh, kind of what the future holds. So we covered some of the stats on the podcast and we have covered kind of the future plans and the pivot that I'll be making. Um, I guess the other thing that we can uh, update on is, I guess, kind of how my internship went. I'd really like to share with you guys how that went and kind of my experience. Um, So I had an internship at Securian Financial, which is a financial institution in St. Paul, Minnesota. It was a virtual internship, which was a unique experience to say the least. I'm super happy to have that I had the opportunity to intern over this summer and was able to have everything work out with uh, little little difficulty and little hiccups along the way. Um, but what I was doing was uh, digital analytics um, in their technology department. So I was primarily working with other parts of the organization, such as their brand team, their marketing agency, um, and a couple other areas uh, that I did little things for. But I really focused on that brand team and the marketing agency where I would uh, help build a dashboard for them or dashboards and use those dashboards to help pull some insights on what they were curious about. I had the opportunity to work with some really awesome tools. I got to use Adobe Analytics, Adobe Target, um, Adobe Workspace, Tableau, R, Workfront, um, and a couple other pretty cool tools that are particular uh, to the like web space and digital type analytics industries. So that was a really good opportunity. And I got the opportunity to like network with um, a lot of other people at the organization. I got to talk with some uh, like managers in the marketing agency, some directors in the marketing agency. We even had an opportunity where the interns could have like a group conversation with the CEO, which was awesome. And I really feel like it was a great opportunity for me to kind of just start building relationships with people who have a little more knowledge about these specific fields than I do and learn a little bit from them along the way and try to pull some insights that can help me implement uh, some of those into both my personal ventures that I'm working on as well as uh, my career going forward um, with whatever uh, that holds. And being in a virtual internship was kind of weird, to be honest. It wasn't it wasn't terribly weird because I just got done doing virtual school. So there was not like a big shift in what I was doing every day. I mean, I was still waking up at 7 a.m. making breakfast and uh, rolling out of bed into the, the spare room and just kind of getting on my laptop and uh, starting to work, maybe do a few more Zoom meetings than I did in school. But uh, it was pretty, pretty standard. I mean, it was obviously a lot different as far as what I was doing, but kind of the structure was pretty, pretty similar. And I felt like it was a pretty comfortable transition. So I guess that was kind of surprising to me uh, along the way, but um, it went well overall. And I, I feel like I really did learn a lot. So that was a great, great experience and um, could not recommend Securian Financial enough as a, a place to work for. All right, so we covered the internship and things are doing pretty well with that. That's that's done now. I've completed it and moving on to getting ready for school. So the next thing I want to cover is one of the other things that I've been working on a lot, which is my kind of flip life game, um, going to the thrift stores, finding stuff and going to garage sales, finding stuff and then reselling it on eBay. Um, I'll share with you guys a little bit of kind of the cool things I have found as well as some of the mistakes I've made 
and learnings that I've gained from that. So first thing I want to cover is kind of just the most interesting, kind of cool things, biggest uh, return on investments that I've had. So the first one of the first things that I purchased was a like tarot card deck, um, like a one from a different country, might have been like Italy or something at Goodwill for like two bucks and brought it home, looked it up. Uh, it sells for typically like close to a hundred bucks. I sold it on eBay for 80 bucks, made like 70, 70 bucks or so after fees and shipping. So that was like a really huge find right in the beginning. And that was a like really part of what kickstarted me to do this more and more because like there's real money to be made if you know kind of what you're doing, um, which you can learn pretty easily through just doing it. Um, and then also another interesting thing that I found was these cards called chaotic cards. They're like kind of like Pokemon cards. I bought like a whole tin of like 200 of them for, I don't know, like six bucks. And so far I've made like 30 bucks back and I've only sold like three of them. And I've got the rest up for auction on eBay and I'm like a hundred percent sure I'm going to hit at least another 30 bucks, um, from those auctions, if not more. So from that there, I could expect like, I'll make 50 bucks profit on that, that $6 purchase that I made. So that was another big one. And then also, um, another one that I made was a board game called rail baron at uh, a store called savers. I spent like three bucks on this board game and it's like, 100% complete. I got lucky with that. It's never been used and it sells for like around a hundred bucks on eBay. So like from these just like three purchases, I'm going to be making like close to $250 profit. Now, granted, this was over the last two months and I've had a lot of other smaller purchases and a lot of other like less meaningful purchases. Like I've been selling a couple books. I've made a couple dollars on and not too exciting, um, those things, but there are some real finds that you can find and make some decent money off of them. Um, so that kind of, that's kind of like the fun things that I found, the the exciting stuff. And now I'm going to kind of switch over to the other side, talk about some of the less fun, less exciting things that I found. So I bought a Sony Walkman at Goodwill for like four bucks and bought it, brought it home, cleaned it. I checked to make sure that the batteries were good, put new batteries in there. I checked the radio part of it to make sure the radio actually worked and the sound worked. I plugged headphones in, that worked. Um, And then I checked to make sure that the little like motor in there that plays the cassette would like work. So I went forward, backward, it seemed to work fine. Thought that was tested well enough. Um, But... (laughs) Granted, I did not have a cassette to put in there and actually try it. So I sold it. I made like 20 bucks profit on it. And that was like a week ago. And now the guy is returning it because he says that the cassette won't play. And if it does play, it plays really slow. So that to me is like, oh, I should have tested it more. I'm probably going to be out 10 bucks from this and have somebody a little bit unhappy. Um, But it's a learning experience. Now I know anything that I sell to test it or note on the listing that, Hey, this has not been tested. So I guess that's kind of one of my learnings that I've had. And then also just when you're out at garage sales, like 
always, always, always make sure that you are checking checking the sold listings on eBay and not things that they're listed for. And I ran into a little trouble with this because I found out you could take a picture of something on eBay and it would look things up based on that picture, which is super like like easy and super nice for when you're out at garage sales and stuff. But what it doesn't let you do is you can't look at sold listings for picture searches. So I was going through looking at all these books that were for sale and I'm like, oh, this book's like on, on eBay listed for like a hundred bucks. Like I'm sure that I can sell it for like 50 and it's like a buck at the garage sale. So I buy like five or six books or whatever, bring them home. And like, I actually spend some time looking them up and sure enough, like they sell for like less than 10 bucks. Now, granted, you might think, well, I mean, you paid a buck for it. It sells for maybe $8, like you're still making money. But the problem is like there's shipping, there's packing materials, there's time that you're putting into it. But granted, once you buy that item, like you almost have to sell it to try to at least recoup as much of your money as possible. Um, And luckily, I haven't had too many of those purchases where I've like kind of just had to make some money back. Um, But I have had some and I've definitely learned from those. Now, uh, the other kind of like thing that I've learned is that mugs like don't sell too hot on eBay. Um, I bought a lot of mugs. I have a lot of mugs waiting uh, to be sold on eBay. They're all listed. Um, and I'm probably going to drop the price a good bit here soon, but gosh, mugs are a tough sell on eBay for some reason, unless it's a really unique mug. Like I haven't sold any mugs yet and I've had mugs on eBay for months. Um, but what are you going to do? You got your mugs, uh, have like a little mug collection going. So hopefully I'm able to figure out how to sell those soon. Um, but yeah, that's kind of the, the downsides that I've had. I'm, I've definitely, had more upsides than downsides from my eBay eBay stuff. And I've, I've sold over $600 in the last 90 days on eBay. And I've made like close to 300 bucks profit in the last two months. So granted, it's not a ton of money, but it's, it's something. And right now, if I can just start moving some of my inventory that I have, that number should slowly and steadily increase. And hopefully, um, it'll help me get by uh, the rest of the school year without having a job, which be which would be nice. Um, so I'm hoping to go that route. But if not, I have other other op- options lined up if I want to. Um, so that's kind of my eBay stuff that I've been doing. And now the other thing that I've been doing is the sports card stuff. I want to share a little bit about that with you. I know sports cards are not super hyper relevant to entrepreneurship and kind of startups and that kind of stuff. But there has been an opportunity in the last couple months to make a lot of money uh, in the sports cards area if you're smart about it and you do your research. And I've definitely done a lot of research, but I have also had some times when I have not been so smart about it. I got a little tr- trigger happy uh, um, buying stuff and I'll get a little bit uh, excited when I see something uh, on eBay at a certain price and not look into it enough um, and make a couple purchases that are not too great. But I will share with you a couple of the kind of better purchases and investments that I have made and share a little bit about that with you. Um, So looking at kind of the cards that I have bought, um, one card that I've really like my best investment so far is for sure. It is the uh, 1996 Fleer Ultra Kobe Bryant base BGS 9 is a graded 9 out of 10 mint condition. And originally I bought two of these for about 190 bucks each. And 
That puts my total investment at $380 each. And right now, these cards will sell individually for like $315 each. So I made like $125 on each card so far. Granted, that's not realized value. That's just like market value. Um, so I'd have to go and sell them if I want that money. But I, I think this is a long-term hold and think that Kobe Bryant is going to be super relevant for a while and it's going to continue going up. Um, and there's definitely more cards out there that are like good buys right now that people haven't figured out yet. Um, but finding those is, is difficult and it's a little bit of a gamble. Um, I'm just kind of sharing with you kind of what my experience is. That's by far the best uh, investment that I've made and uh, hasn't been that way all across the board. Um, another one that I've had a uh, slight loss on is this uh, Shohei Otani card. I thought Shohei Otani, he's a big, uh, he's a pitcher um, in the MLB on the Angels and I bought one of his cards for like 85 bucks right now it's worth like 66 dollars it went down a little bit um and there's been a, a couple all across the board but overall i've had a 41 percent uh return on investment on at least my six large dollar cards and i've been buying a lot of lower dollar cards and trying to take a couple different routes to make some money on those but it seems to be slow and a little more frustrating um, so I've learned those high dollar cards, honestly, are a little bit of a safer bet when they're already graded and, um, that kind of stuff. So I've been doing a lot of card stuff and I've really enjoyed it since I've been doing it. But I think right now I'm kind of at the point where I've been doing too much of it and I've been doing it like every day. It's like cards, 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 my free time, cards, cards, cards. I haven't been doing like any podcast in the last three weeks because it's all been cards, eBay, cards, eBay, family, cards, eBay, family, cleaning, dishes, getting ready for school, internship, that kind of stuff. So, I mean, I've enjoyed it, but right now I got to just ease off a little bit, um, make some moves, sell some cards and uh, hold off on the buying unless I, I really find a good opportunity. So I think just easing the brakes is what I need to do right now. Um, because the market's high and it's hot and trying to identify the the opportunities is where my time needs to be spent and not spent on eBay looking for uh, cards for sale that I can buy at a reasonable price. Um, so I think that's kind of my next pivot that I'm going to be doing there. So that there is a lot of what I've been doing recently. Covers a little bit of different stuff than I've talked about in the past. Um, and I, I guess that's pretty much what I have for the podcast. I know it wasn't a typical podcast, um, kind of an update midway through. It's been a, a while since I've done an update, but uh, that's kind of what I've been up to, kind of how my summer has went. And I know as the time you'll be listening to this, this will be like three weeks, three weeks from when I'm speaking right now, likely. Um, and I'll be in school. I'll be, maybe I'll be able to do some more interviews before then. And uh, I still have a goal of getting to that 50 episodes mark uh, by the end of the year. If I can pull that off, that would be huge. But it may or may not happen. We'll see. Um, but I'm going to continue putting out content uh, on this podcast. And I will definitely see you on the next episode.